Welcome to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. Whether you feel that you don't have enough money to start investing or are under the preconceived notion that investing is only for the wealthy, Magnus and his expert guests are here to help you. Now here is your host, Magnus Carter. Good day, everyone. Uh, this is Magnus Carter, your host on the Making More Money for You show. Thank you for tuning in on the Lovely Voice America platform or Spotify or any other platform that this is actually going to be streaming on or live right now. Well, apparently this week is going to be a little bit different than my previous weeks. I'll get into that in a couple minutes, but I want to definitely say thank you to my guest last week, which was uh, the king of podcasts, Brasco. Uh, we definitely had a wonderful and entertaining conversation about social media. You know, we covered a lot of topics in such a short amount of time. And even afterwards, we did a, we did a conversation that you can actually find out on my YouTube channel, Magnus Carter's uh, YouTube channel. And the conversation could have definitely went on for hours on and especially how the impact that social and digital media plays on our lives. And today's, show is going to relate to some of that because this today's show is going to be a little bit different in the way that I don't actually have a guest today. Surprise, surprise. It's you're going to actually have me for the whole hour talking about actually becoming an investor. So why do you think I picked that topic today? Because the other topics we picked up on since the show began were different ways where we can all diff make money. And with making money, it, it doesn't have to be their traditional work nine to five, 10 to five, whatever it is for a boss or uh, a company itself. What I've tried to show during these episodes, and especially with my guests, is that any anything can be made a profit. And with ingenuity, with some training, even a little bit of training knowledge uh, to solve a problem or to actually help invest the resources in oneself will actually make it better for you in the long run. But to begin that, we got to find out what an investor actually is. Uh, we, some of us heard from over the years, we've probably heard it through our grade school, our high school years, college years, but what really is an investor and why do we want to become them or are we already investors? So to define that, the Oxford Dictionary defines an investor as a person or organization that puts money into financial plans, properties, or et cetera, with the expectations of achieving a profit. That's the Oxford's version. But if you look at Wikipedia, see, now this is where we actually get conflicting information because we have so much information at our fingertips, if we don't like one answer, we go to another answer or to another answer that will actually meet our means. So as we'll look at the Wikipedia uh, definition right now is an investor is a person that allocates capital with the expectation of a future financial return or to gain an advantage. Through this allocated capital, most of the time, the investor purchase su purchases some species of property. Right here, we are actually talking as investors as a money game. But in the second definition, the investor is something that or to gain an advantage. So to gain an advantage can be anything, not necessarily money. 
that's how the first show actually came about with starting out with this was investing in your mind, being mindful, being in the, in the present presence of where you're at right here, right now. So if we take the time and actually invest in where we're at right now, instead of where we're going or where we've been or what can happen or what can happen, we do find out a lot about ourselves and a lot of people don't want to do that. I'm one for, I'm one known for that because I'm constantly thinking about what what's coming up next and after that or the possible outcomes of that. But if we actually take the moment and invest in the moment that we're actually living in right now, we can actually make better judgments and have better peace of mind and also invest in the ideal that anything is possible at that moment. So when we get to further down the road in this show and broadcast, I'm going to go into some scenarios uh, where we all as humans have been, and you know we haven't had the actual opportunity to actually figure them out. So what I'm going to do right now is, since we know what an investor is, how long have we actually been investors? If we all take that the presumption that we all are investors, because from birth we're our parents invested in us, so they're actually investing in our health, our well-being, making sure we have clothes, making sure we have food. So they're investing in us to actually grow up. So what they gain out of that is a per, a little person that will actually grow up to be a bigger person that they can actually. Uh, love and respect and actually see grow in their own journeys. So that is one set of investment right there, but there's so many facets of the investment that is actually happening right there. Let's take about how we invest our time. First, we need time to invest in anything that we want to do. And if we don't invest enough time, things get rushed. Outcomes don't look good. We blame things, and then that starts a cycle of what what happened, why isn't this working, and we get into the blaming. So when we start blaming things, instead of trying to fix the problem, we're in a cycle of, well, it's because of this, and we're now we're making excuses and procrastination. And what procrastination comes about is we, de- we take the time away from actually fixing it, like I was saying before, and putting it into the putting the effort and time into making something that can be positive out of it. Of course, there's also the, uh, the op- option or ability for it to be negative and hurt us instead of help us, but we don't go in the, go with the intentions of actually doing that to ourselves or other people. So when we actually take these, these items and the time and the energy and resources that we actually feel we can get an advantage on or we can actually see growth in. Uh, that's, that's one of the reasons why I did a show on the, the college or constant education. Because when we keep investing in ourselves and our mind and being mindful at that, so those, those shows kind of go hand in hand together. So while we're being mindful and, and learning and educating ourselves, we're making ourselves more resourceful and we're actually allowing ourselves a wider area to explore 
and to actually uh, actually explore and become more available for someone else to actually use as a resource as well. So we don't necessarily have to rely on ourselves and we can't really rely on ourselves. We do need help from time to time. And that's where we also invest in time and friends and family. So once we start investing in those type of things, uh, in the relationships or in the partnerships, uh, we actually grow those as well. We grow those with time. We grow those by doing activities, by bonding over things, uh, finding common ground. So all this stuff actually all ties in together. It's not just all about money. Uh, we, a lot of people wish it would be all about money because money to some people actually buys happiness. Happiness is a feeling that can be by per- using money as a tool to purchase the items that will make you happy instead of buying the happiness itself is one of the best things you can actually do with uh, your resources, with your resource of money. <clears throat> and if we look at, I'm actually going to take something out of our book, my book here, uh, making more money for you, the mutual fund investing on a budget for beginners. This is the first book I wrote and it, it goes into this. It goes into why we actually do the things we do and some of the things. And this one little quote right here in the first chapter is, yeah, we all have emotions and we all use emotions either properly or improperly, or we re- react on our emotions. So some of the emotions that we have when we're actually figuring out what we're actually going to put our resources into uh, dictate how the outcome will actually actually be. Uh, you are either worried that you do not have enough money to invest and are afraid of losing the money, or you're too excited to start participating in the trade itself. So what that means, and when that was written, is we, we all have the fight or flight in us. And once we get into the fight and flight of situations, our brain really doesn't take over, and it's more of an emotional feeling. Uh, especially with investings, once we put our hard-earned money into something and time and uh, whatever else we want to put into getting something out of, and we see it doesn't go out, you know, it doesn't return on what we expect it to return. There's a lot to do with the, the fact that do I withdraw my, my investment of my resources or do I let it ride and see how the actual ending will actually come out. So there's actually a, you know, pro and con list here. And one of the things when writing this book and the impact that was actually going to happen with the book was actually to help people because throughout the years, I was very blessed with having mentors that would actually teach me, uh, from start to finish in certain areas of investing and many parts of my, many parts of life. And as I was traveling with work and with jobs and with travel, you know, entertainment travel and luxury, you know, leisure travel, not really luxuries, <laughs> luxurious, but more leisure, you see the same problems everywhere out there. And we can all at some point in our lives relate to either not enough money, 
losing a job, our car breaks down, we don't know how it's going to get fixed, or something that can trigger an event or an event itself that takes us out of our comfort zone. And with being in a comfort zone, in a little bubble as we all are, as we would love to be, we really don't live life. So when we take the chances in and into investing and becoming an investor, uh, whether it's in the stock market and cryptocurrency, uh, in new endeavors, new new learnings, we we take the chance because we don't know how it is going to outcome, and the people along the way kind of make it worth it. Uh, I've been finding throughout my journey here of actually starting out, this deciding from a teenager what to be and what not to be, uh, meeting that first person that took me under their wing as a mentor. Uh, being a mentor to me, a little here, a little there, it it brought a lot of clarity at that moment, but the clarity was easily clouded by so many more options out there. And that's where we actually now have to take time and the mindfulness to depend on where things will actually happen, where things will actually go, what are options out there, even the unforeseen options and outcomes that we don't see are still possibilities out there. And one of the worst outcomes that can happen is we don't take action. Not taking action is still an action in itself. And once that, once that response is actually triggered, it's hard to figure out where it goes from there because time keeps on slipping away from us and into the future. And we can't get that time back. And now once that time is gone, we look back at things and we see with either a bitter or un, unclear mind, and then we, we start regretting things. And the regretting things start playing havoc in our day-to-day lives as we are at right now, right here and now. So those items are constantly a battle for every one of us. And investing is definitely no different. So when, when that first mentor and I started taking his teachings to heart and to everything else, it led me to another mentor after I, I learned as much as I could from that person. It didn't happen right away. I did fall a lot. I, you know, I also made a lot of ground up from picking myself up. And that's where we actually find out where we, at, where we want to be at that moment, because if we don't constantly change and take, take into consideration that change is inevitable, it's going to happen with or without us. It's a lot better to, ch- to get the mindset that change will actually be a good thing. But once we get into that fact and that realization that change is bad and I don't want to change and I'm happy where I'm at and I don't want to either expand my knowledge, I don't want to be able to Uh, go on that vacation and I don't want to live anything outside of my life right now. That's where our bubbles grow. And that's when people start leaving. So the investments that we made in our friends and family start to dwindle away because we start focusing inward instead of focusing on maintaining that, that type of relationship. All, all this is, a lot to take in and it's definitely not one of my upbeat high 
high intensity type of shows. This is actually the real life stuff right here that we're all dealing with. Even, you know, we like to have a lot of fun. I like to have a lot of fun, especially with my guests, because we talk about all these topics that are overlooked. And this is one topic that is definitely overlooked is how investing is not just necessarily money. It is actually everything we put in our life. It is actually everything that we take uh, a chance on, or we don't take a chance on. And the, the basics of investing is taking something from yourself and putting it out outside of yourself, whether it's in a person, whether it's in a thing, whether it's in a, another resource, uh, you know, it's something that you put out there and try to get something back. Just like the definition said is when that happens and you actually are an investor, you become that investor. We're in the mindset of, I've seen a lot of people with the mindset of actually, well, I want to get this and I want to get that. And I want to get this out of certain things in life, but they don't put anything in towards getting the return and return or return on investment is definitely an investing terminology is you get what you actually put in or you actually get more than what you put in because someone else or what you invested in has more to give back. And that's a great uh, return on investment for a person. So when you find that, uh, let's say a car, uh, the car market is way out there right now. It is completely bonkers. Uh, Used cars are worth more now than they've ever been. And you can go to any dealership for that. And you can actually check the value of your car. And it is more almost, depending on the year, it is almost worth pretty much what you paid for back when you bought the car. As long as it's in great shape and it's well-maintained and there's not a lot of physical or, or mechanical issues with it. And that investment is actually a great investment, but cars in general are normally a bad investment because they lose, they lose value uh, after time. And because it's the wear and tear, it's the maintenance, it's the actual mechanical failures, the, the scratches, the dings, the dents, the, the missing parts over time, the stains in the seats, the, uh, the stickers that you put on your car that once you take them off, you, you see the little, uh, the silhouette of where the sticker was. Uh, that's normally what the investment in a car normally is, but that right now everything's flip-flopped. So once that is actually taken into consideration, uh, we, as as a um, as a person or as a society or a, as a culture, you know, we need to actually take relevance of that and be be mindful of what we're actually putting out there. Because normally when you put something out into the world, you get it back. And that was, there's definitely books on that. There's a lot of videos on that. There's tons of content out there that will actually describe that all in full uh so once once you well a car is really not really an investment it's more or less a necessity now because we have to go from here to the you know one place to another place to another place either for work or for uh errands you know we need to get food we need to take uh children if we have children 
to whatever meetings and sports and activities they have. So it, it's more or less a necessity and a tool that we use. So, which brings up another great point or a segue into tools and how we use our tools to, to benefit ourselves. Uh, our tools are, we're only as good as the tools we have and how, and how we refine our tools and we change our tools and use the tools for the right job. Like knowledge is one of the best things, one of the best tools for uh, actually uh, circumventing fear and the unknown is the more knowledge you have in a spe- specialized field or what you're investing in, the less appre- apprehensive the person gets. There's still the risk of the investment, but you now know what, what the investment entails. You understand where the investment can go. You understand that the, the investment itself is a possibility. And that's one of the best things out there is to learn. And we all learn inadvertently, whether it's by a mistake or by a book, by someone telling us, by someone yelling at us, it's all about, we take that information some, sometimes subconsciously and it won't come out until we actually don't realize it and say, wow, I didn't realize I knew how to do that because Knowledge is everywhere around us, whether we hear someone talking about it like before. And that's, that's what brings social media into the, to the mix here. We have YouTube out there. We have Wikipedia. We have blogs. We have um, uh, 5, 000, over 500,000 channels out there of television that will actually educate us. So it's no wonder that we actually learn these things. Uh, while our mind is actually doing something else, uh, the pro- the term that is used there is multitasking, but you really can't multitask. And it's been scientifically proven that we can't do two things at the same time, that our brain actually switches from one to another, to another, to another thing in such a short amount of time, just like our computers, our phones, uh, our televisions, even our cars, our cars are all computerized. So it's doing a whole bunch of things all at once. And it's amazing how these systems go into place and work very well together. And us as investors, we do the same thing. We have our own network of friends. We have our own network of family network. We have networks of social media. We have networks of uh, information. And it, it just goes on and on and on from there. And the resources that are available to us, we don't know how to use. There's so much coming at us at, the, at all at one time is we forget after a while of how to efficiently use things because we're constantly moving. And one of the things that I've really came into contact with and took wholeheartedly was when everything got shut down and everybody was going bonkers sitting at their house and one one of those items where it was actually you had to invest in spending time at your house. The that was one of the major things that went up were building supplies because you can't go out, you can't go go out to eat that much anymore. The uh, the whole travel thing was all you know debacled up and everything, and 
people started investing in their houses and the housing market started to boom again because everybody's putting so much money into their homes. The home values went up and people were, were actually happy doing it because if they didn't have the time to do it before and they have it now, it was time well spent. And that's one question that was actually give, told to me by a dear friend of mine over you know, a good conversation about certain things that were happening in life. And we we're just having a good talk um, over a couple of drinks. And one thing that stuck out to me was, is it the question was, is it wasted time or was it time well spent? Now, thinking about that and using the decisions of previous made, um, previous made decisions and using that as a context, was it time well spent or was it wasted time? We can eliminate a lot of wasted time and actually be productive with things. But sometimes wasted time is a good thing because that gives us downtime as well. So the investor that had the person that's investing the time and resources need to weigh the pros and cons of that once again, because once they, once that time is gone, it's gone and the resources can be replenished, but it does take time for the resources to replenish. So we all have to take it, make accountability of ourselves on this because we are actually all investors no matter where we are at in life and wherever we're planning on going in life, we're the ones choosing what path to take. So with that said, you know, this, it's really weird being here by myself and actually being able to talk about all these different topics and not having anything to bounce on, but it is enlightening at the same time. Because I feel like I'm talking to my listeners out there and the content that I'm putting out is actually helping somebody. So all this is actually time well spent. And in the second part of this, the show, I'm going to go over some investment mistakes I have made, uh, what to look for, uh, how to actually look and see some of the first signs that I didn't see. And We'll be right back after these, uh, after this quick break. We'll see you soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Everyone deserves the opportunity to have access to the knowledge to make their own choices when it comes to where their money goes. Listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter will give you that access. Investing isn't just for the wealthy. Making More Money for You, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device. 
including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. If you have any questions for Magnus or his guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5789. That's 866-472-5789. Now back to the show. Here is Magnus Carter. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome. This is Magnus Carter here, uh, your host of the Making More Money for You show. And I can't believe that the first half of the show is already over, even with myself <laughs> only here talking with, you know, all my friends out there in, in the in the uh, cyber world, uh, either listening online right now or uh, streaming it later. Uh, much appreciated for tuning in. I do have a phone number if you do have a question for me. I would love to talk with you and uh, if answer the question if possible. The phone number for that is 1-866-472-5789. So the first part of the show is uh, actually the whole show itself is about becoming an investor. Uh, we went over the definition of what an investor is. It is basically a person that is allocating some sort of resource in the attempt to, to gain something. Simple enough. We're all, and after talking with you over, oh wow, over the last half hour, uh, talked about many different ways we invest things: uh, our time, our money, our affection, uh, resources, uh, cars, vehicles, house, and a lot of the uh, actual investments that we make that we invest in come you know, subconsciously to us because that's what we're kind of programmed to do. Uh, a lot of it, uh, quite a bit of it is not. And we actually have the choice to make. Uh, I did uh, have the question before, before we left for break was, is it time well spent or was it wasted time? That could be applied to anything that we do in our life. And I actually do start, I have started do, using that more often. Uh, there's also lots of times where I forget about it and it's, it's the moment and we're, we're always in a rush and we make a hasteful decision. And then we look back as like, Oh boy, was that really wasted? Or did that actually work out? And the results really aren't clear yet. So we got to wait, wait on it. You know, waiting is one of the worst, worst and hardest things to do um, about investing. And one thing that I've put in all my books and, all the people I've talked to about investing have an investment plan. What, what entails in an investment plan? Know what you're investing in research, uh, ask people do digging on your own. We have, like I said before, we have all these options to with information at our fingertips. It's hard not to actually in, uh, search for anything. It takes more time not to search for anything than there is, to actually search for it. We, even if we're not searching for it ourselves, 
our phones are doing it or our electronic devices are doing it with Alexa, uh, with the dots thing, with Bing, with whatever else is listening out there uh, is actually <laughs> doing it for us. And it'll actually say, oh, here, there's a web page right here. And that was something I was talking about. It's true. It's factual. It does happen. So even if we are not looking for it actively, something else is actually looking for it. So be careful what type of devices you have and what you say around the devices because they can hear you and they do know things. And I'm not trying to go all 1984 on you, on anybody out there, but it has, ha- I, I've per- it has happened to me personally. And I thought I've actually turned off Alexa. And apparently I didn't turn off Alexa on my one device. And before I knew it, I was looking at scuba diving computers all over the place on every single device I had linked together. Yeah. Yes. I actually started to, I have a vacation coming up. Uh, There is going to be an on-site interview on my vacation. I have said where I was going before. I'm not going to say it is right now. I'll talk more about it as the time gets closer, but uh, I did decide to invest in some skills myself as becoming a certified uh, open water diver, something I've always wanted to do. I never put the time or the resources into it to invest in learning it, but the vacation spot where I'm going to, actually, I would love to go diving down there and seeing crystal blue water uh, with, with it also being also 60 to 70 degree water and seeing some you know, awesome oceanic life up, and cl- up close and personal. So I decided before, instead of going on site to where I'm going on vacation to take the certification and this training and whatnot, I would rather have be prepared to do that. So I signed up for a, the course at a local dive shop. Well, it's not really, it's about an hour away from me, uh, but it was well worth it. I learned a lot more about myself. I've also learned what not to do, what to do and how to safely do these things, these skills. And since then, I actually enjoy swimming. I have rekindled that passion of swimming again. I haven't really swam since I was in high school. And as everybody knows and remembers, when we were in high school, we had to do swimming and nobody really liked it, even the people on the swim team. So once, (laughs) so after quite a few years later, I decided to do this. It was worth it because the group of people I was with, it made the experience worth waiting for, especially the instructors. Instructors have taken the time. They don't push anything but they made sure that I have the understanding, the skills and the knowledge to safely and effectively go scuba diving. Something that I actually think about if you're looking at doing something like that, but that also makes us more interesting and more uh, knowledgeable for somebody out there as well, because there's other people out there that actually enjoy doing these skills or doing these activities. So we don't know until we try things. And as I was talking about before is once we start wanting to live in our little bubble and not invest in anything and just live life day to day as, as it comes, instead of actually having some sort of a plan or attempt to try anything new, uh, those opportunities pass us by. And I honestly don't look as anything I missed or, or forgotten or completely missed the boat on as regrets anymore. 
<clears throat> excuse me, I actually looked at, at them as missed opportunities. And I actually take an inventory of when an opportunity happens like that. It doesn't happen, you know, right away. It might take some time for that opportunity to actually sink in. It's like, oh, I missed that. Uh, one thing about investing that I have missed an opportunity on and I should have never listened to a friend was investing in Bitcoin. I remember seeing it come out. Um, I was still in college. I was actually transitioning from the wait staff and all, all those adventures into uh, in IT, uh, into networking. And it came about and I was getting more and more into technology and the tech, technological fields is Bitcoin came out and I was to a friend and uh, seen, well, let's try it. Let's try this. You know, we've done some really stupid things with money. I'm like, what's one more stupid thing, but that could actually make us more money in the, in the long run. And I wasn't asking, asking them to go, you know, go like thousands of dollars because one, we didn't have that. And two, back when I was in, when I was in school is a thousand dollars was pretty much like $6,000 back then. So I, I only wanted to do like, maybe two, $300 a piece and, you know, buy it and let it sit and see what, what happens with it. And, uh, I will never forget the phone call he made to me because I completely forgot about it quite a few years later when the boom happened after the dot-com boom and the failed other, uh, booms. I believe it was actually after the, the real estate, you know, bubble kind of went down. Real estate went down is when Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies went through the roof and he called me. He's like, you know that thing uh, we wanted to invest in? I'm like, yeah. You know, it was only a couple hundred dollars what we wanted to do. And we were actually buying whole coins with the with a couple hundred dollars. Because back then, I believe a coin was like 10 bucks for a full coin. So, and he's like, yeah, that's at $65,000 a coin right now. And uh, after that missed opportunity, I decided not to allow friends stand in my my way of actually investing. I started more, relying more on myself for the investing and other mentors that would, were actually guiding me into the investment field. Uh, because even though I was still working, I started working in IT and networking, I still was investing with mentors. I was still constantly learning with my mentors. Uh, even though some of the places where I worked at, they knew more than the person before me. And I, like I said, you know, earlier and other shows, I was very blessed with the knowledge that I have come in contact with and the people that have been part of my life. And the adventure is definitely not over yet. I am so not looking forward. Well, I am actually looking forward to finding out what happens next. So, but as the time came and like I, the, in, the opportunity came for me to actually with an author to become an author and how to write books and whatnot. I didn't think twice about it. Well, then again, I wasn't really thinking about that, about it in the right frame of mind at the moment, but I decided I took into accountability, took an account. It's like, I can do this. There was the results of actually helping people and actually putting the information down that I have learned and passing it on gave me more insight, more drive to do things, to do something like this. And I became an investor in myself. I've also became an investor in the business that I've started. So it does not take much to get something started. The hardest part is starting it. Uh, one, one more thing that 
got me doing that was actually martial arts. I've done karate for multiple years. I am actually a first degree black belt in Yoshinru Jiu-Jitsu uh, instructor level. And the hardest part was actually getting back into martial arts after being gone for so long. But once I started investing my time into that, I've seen my my moods increase and my, my well-being uh, get started flourishing more my my uh compassion my my mentality my uh not just mentality but my skill sets were also in, in increasing and my physical aspect and physical aspects mental and spiritual because one thing if someone is actually looking out there at martial arts a child a parent or something to actually get into highly recommend it it is a lot of work but the work that you put into it, the resources that you put into it will by far exceed your return on investment with that. Because one, you can defend yourself. Two is you have a better mentality, your mental clearness, your, uh, your outlook on life changes. You become less stressed. You there's other tons of other healthful, uh, healthy and help and helping things that come from doing martial arts. No matter what what style it is, I, some people like kung fu, some people like jujitsu, some people are all about capoeira. There's tons out there for anybody and for every skill set out there and physical uh, capabilities. It's just it also tell, teaches you how not to give up because the instructors and the people that you surround yourself with have the same, have the mentality is I'm bettering myself and investing in your mind and investing in people around you that do that changes your outlook and honestly changes the way you present yourself to the world. And it's what I find it bar none. Uh, one of the best things ever was getting back into that, but going back to being an author is kind of is on the same lines because now I'm taking my skills and my knowledge and putting it on paper and putting it in a way that will actually help somebody understand that does not have the insight and the knowledge about investing. It's not derogatory. It's not meant to definitely talk down to anybody, or it's just that you never had the opportunity or the knowledge or the actual mindset to try it. And, but now is, as you get older is you see all these other people investing and making money and living life the way that they want to start living it. So you take a chance on it. And that's one of the, that's the main purpose of my books is getting the knowledge out to the listener, the reader, the person who are the customer, whoever buys it or reads it wherever the, there's tons of copies out there. They're everywhere. Uh, Amazon has it. Uh, Barnes and Noble definitely has it, but I believe you have to order it off Barnes and Noble until you get a certain amount of sales and then they will start carrying it in stores. That's what I believe happens with that. But anyway, regardless of however you decide to do it, uh, it's still investing in yourself. Even if you don't decide to use it for investing in finances, the, the content can be used throughout life. One of the major things, you know, that I definitely went through 
about all of the books and I made sure about was it talks as I am talking to you right now. And that was one of the best things ever that uh, the way I decided to write the book. And when a couple of weeks ago, when we talked about my narrator, uh, my voiceover actor, uh, AJ Duquette is when I know that someone to his caliber, that's been doing this for a very long time has the opportunity to learn and to uh, actually excel in certain areas and use his talents to bring something to life. Uh, it meant a, a great deal to me that when talking to him, that he would continue to be my narrator and actually, you know, had a conversation about me about the book because whenever a book is out there, you don't know if it's hitting all the right points and firing on all the cylinders until you get feedback. And I have seen tons of feedback out there and I'm very grateful for everybody and anybody that has re read the books uh, and let me know that uh, it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. And a couple questions that I put in the book when investing, no matter what you're investing is, do I really need it? Do I need that certain thing that I'm willing to spend my time, my effort, my, my money on, do I really need it? And do will will it help me because that leads right into the second question here is how will it help me and is it going to give me momentary happiness is it going to give me uh prolonged happiness or is it going to be happiness that's going to come down the road you know there's we all want the gratification like right now i want to see results right now on it but some of the choices we make don't happen that way it does take some time or it, ta it can take a year or five years or 10 years. It all depends on how and what you invest in. And does the, uh, and one of the last items, questions that I have about this is does the purchase support my system of spending? Uh, am I over, am I over exerting myself? Do I have enough reserves? Will this uh, still benefit? Will I be able to use this and still be able to live, live, live life? Because a lot of us, as we invest, we take too much money out and we put all in one thing. And now we're stuck eating Cheerios out of, a, out of the actual cereal box, dry, with water. So that's another thing that when, when we're investing, we got to make sure we have enough reserve kept back. Uh, just a reserve is just something that, you know, we have your rainy day fund, if you will, excuse me. Uh, that we have something something in case something does happen, like uh, my car does break down or something, an accident does happen. You know, heaven forbid something does happen physical, physically, mentally, or medically about to somebody that you have enough that you can actually still live life while your other money that you're investing in or your other resources that you're investing in is before you get the return back. So that all these, you know, these little tidbits we've spaced out with my guests on all of our shows, you know, one of the shows I do that I do enjoy that I did enjoy very much. So was talking about classic cars. I never realized why, when you see them on an auction, why they were worth so much money until I actually sat down and talked with CJ young about it and finding out that people, one, do want to relive certain parts of their life. And two, uh, they actually want to 
have have a different form of investment because these cars aren't made anymore. So they're they're getting rarer and rarer by the day. So that also increases the, the value of it. The pride of ownership. Uh, as we as I talk about pride, pride can be a great thing and it can also be a very, very bad thing, depending on how it's used. Uh, as as a good thing is pride as we take uh, into our accomplishments that hey we've accomplished it okay now that pride actually gets turned into confidence and confidence actually builds okay now I'm ready to try something else or go uh, try another another so- something that I'm not really good at and see how I can actually build that up but pride as a bad thing is like oh I constantly can do this and uh, it, it closes your mind down it closes. Uh, your openness to new ideas. So when we associate pride with things, we got to keep that in check is like, one is that I invest way too much. And now I have such, such a uh, non-understanding of where it wants to go next as being pride used in a bad way, or are we using pride as a good thing and a conference booster that says, okay, I'm ready for the next challenge. Tons, there's lots of thinking subjects in here, and there's no right or wrong answer. That is what makes everything so difficult out there and so confusing. There really isn't a right answer, right answer, and there really isn't a wrong answer. There is an answer that is going to lead you where you want to go, and then there's an answer that may get you there, but not in the time frame where you want to go or how to get there. And there's the answer where I'm just going to stay right here and see what happens. So there's no real right or wrong reason here on investing. When you're investing money and uh, other resources, there is the opportunity of loss. As much as there is to gain, there's also the possibility of losing. And when you are not able to accommodate the loss of a greater loss than you expected. That's where the whole cycle starts back again of the regrets, the missed opportunities, the mindset of not having any pride and also the, the setbacks. Okay. So I'm set back now. Am I going to flee this or am I going to fight through this to actually get it back and make it better? There's, and all, our character is determined by who we surround ourselves with, the experiences we've been through, and also our ability to actually move forward if we choose to move forward. Uh, some of the great things out there that help us move forward are friends and family. Not, not necessarily family. Family can be good. Don't get me wrong. But more or less the friends and the people we we acquaint ourselves with or uh actually spend the time with because family is going to be there. Family is answers the questions. They will actually, you know, give you some answers, but they don't really understand what is going on, but the friends and the people you associate with, with the actions and the activities you're doing have a little bit more insight and a little bit closer to where uh, you actually want to be. So be wary of what you talk to, how you talk to things, what you invest your time in. And honestly, investing 
happens whether we do it, you do it or not. It's always a choice that is always up to the person. And we've, we've covered so much already here. And I can't believe that it is almost time for the show to be over. I, I thank you for all tuning in. It's been a pleasure and it's been really good talking about how to, how how becoming an investor is actually part of our daily lives because as all the other topics I've talked about and chosen for the shows, this is very overlooked and to actually sit down and comprehend that I am an investor. And if you actually have that insight is I'm actually investing in something or someone it it's mind blowing. It's boggling. It's actually very boggling as well because we don't necessarily associate investing outside of finances. And that's the main point of this whole show is uh, investing our resources and ourselves in something that's out of our norm can be great, can be worse. And I want to definitely encourage people out there, everybody, uh, old young alike to take a chance whether it's a big chance a small chance that's step out of your comfort zone for a little bit to see how you handle it because you never you might be surprised of how much different your life can be how much better your life can be and there is the opera there is not always rainbows and sunshines out there but there is the the possibility of it not going so well but don't concentrate on that as it comes don't make that your your holding back part of anything that is that can actually be a better investment in the long run even though you don't see it right away take the chance and with that you know that's our show for the day this next week i am going to have a special guest on uh jesse apollo she is an author uh her main focus is gardening so it is that time in the season for us to actually actually a little bit past but we are actually going to show how uh gardening and the fruits and vegetables of uh our labors will actually help us make more money thank you for tuning in once again This is Magnus Carter. Uh, Have a great week. Have a safe week. And don't forget, if you have any questions for me, give me a call. You can email. And uh, we'll talk soon. And we'll see you next week. Thank you much. Thanks for listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to the next show where we will be making more money for you. Until then, have a fantastic week.